Assembled in Taiwan by kids like you. <laughs> and these Coleman pigs, they sell it for triple the cost. But I want a racing car set. Oh, don't you see, kid? You're being bamboozled. These capitalist fat cats are inflating the profit margin and reducing your total number of toys. Hey, this guy's a commie! Hey, keep it quiet! Where'd a nice little boy like you learn such a bad word like that, huh? Commie! Oh. Commie! Treat it to our country! Santa is not a commie. He just forgot how his good friend stuck his neck out for him to get him a good job like this. Didn't he, Santa? Is there a problem here? Oh, ho, 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 this guy's a commie and he's oh. spreading propaganda. Oh, yeah? Well, that's enough, Pinko. You're through. The both of you. I got two kids in college. Well, you can't fire me. I'm Santa. Not anymore. Get your skinny ass out of here. This is Michael Shannon. And I'm here to tell you uh, to kneel before Zod. And also, um, don't have sex with fish. And uh, it's Christmas time, so be sure to see the movie The Night Before with Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie. And uh, that kid from Halloween H2O, and he was also on Third Rock from the Sun. So, yeah, Michael Shannon here. Plastic Fangs podcast with Michael Shannon. Here's here's Rodney and Ski. I'm Michael Shannon. <laughs> nice to meet you, Michael Shannon. Plastic. You look rough. Are you, are you in a new movie? Called- uh, no. <laughs> I'm so this is what you look like? I'm upset that James Gunn is retroconning all of the DC, so my Zod probably won't even be a part of it, you know? Oh, that's that's too bad, because, uh, oh. you know, that's what we don't need is for that uh, Snyderverse to uh, die. It's, you're right. Um, but Long live the Snyderverse. <laughs> at least there's the uh, Night Before universe with me and Anthony Mackie and Seth Rogen and Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm, I'm speechless. Yes. Was, <laughs> wait a minute. Not, it, it's uh, not Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, it's um, Jason Gordon-Levitt. I get those two confused a lot. Yeah, they are very much similar in appearance and stature yes yeah you know, so anyway because uh, you do not see gender so that's why no yes i'm michael shannon michael shannon uh so anyway plastic fangs podcast here are your hosts uh rodney and ski and michael shannon 
uh, ski Michael Shannon just he just left. He oh. uh, went outside. Uh, he's method acting. Uh, his latest role, which is um, he's uh, he's playing Joaquin Phoenix, making that uh, what was that movie that he did where it was all like uh, he was on Letterman and all that stuff. Don't you remember that movie? Oh, was that Parenthood? Uh, no, oh, wait, that was River Phoenix. That was well, no, 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 it was what no, that uh, was Ri- Joaquin that was Joaquin Phoenix. And oh, and, okay, yeah. was uh, it Love Liza? Uh, oh, wait, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. How do you get those two confused? How do you get who confused? Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix, they look nothing alike. Oh, but they're just they're just such great actors. I, I they get lost in their roles. I don't see who them who the, for who they are. Uh, well, uh, rest in peace, uh, Philip uh, Seymour Hoffman. Um, the movie that I was thinking about was not Joker. That's definitely not the movie that I was thinking about. But can, but do you remember he went on Letterman and and it was like a whole thing for the movie and it even made the press and all of that and they were like you know it, it's called I'm Still Here. 2010 yeah I, I know what you're talking about i just uh yeah i didn't watch that i well i didn't i, rem- I, I didn't. remember i remember all that uh all that fun stuff that was happening i'm sorry i'm still i'm just starstruck still from michael shannon i couldn't yeah. believe that he stopped by the podcast i'm he did. still sort of he, like wow he did he was uh filming his uh, uh you know like i said he's playing joaquin phoenix in that movie like he's yeah, I'm, I'm he's looking portraying, now and I'm saying, yeah, yeah he yeah. really did look sort of like that. He did, yeah, rough and tumbled from I, and from I'm still here. And he just uh, actually wrapped in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, the I believe it's a Showtime a George and Tammy. Yeah, George and Tammy about George Jones. Yes. Yeah, we went to school with George Jones. I can't believe they're making a movie about him. No, 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 not that one. There was another. Oh, no, you not the one that wanted to like murder you? No, 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 no. Uh, this is the one uh, who sang the great song "High Tech Redneck." Hey, wait, wait, it might. Are you sure that's not the same one? No, it's not. Um, oh, okay. The George Jones we knew had a a mullet for for a long time. <laughs> Did he? I don't think he had a mullet. <laughs> I thought he had a if mullet. He, he did not have a mullet. Now, if he hears this, he definitely will search you out and murder you. Well, He'll squeeze your head like a tomato. <laughs> it wouldn't be the uh, the first time that first, would, yeah. I mean, no. But right, yes. now that we've lost all of our listeners for this episode, do you want to? No, no. There's still that one person that fell asleep in the last five. Oh, that's right. Been uh, talking about, but um. Oh, okay. Cool. But, you know, the funny thing about technology and George Jones, uh, a song by the name of High Tech Redneck came out. And I'm just going to share some of these uh, lyrics because this is how high tech it was when the when this song came out. He's got 13 channels of wrestling coming in strong from a satellite. 13 channels. Of wrestling. That's, an, that's, a little, that's pretty sweet. A 200-function remote control big screen TV with stereo. 
that's that's pretty high tech. Yes. He's got uh, 20 subwoofers in the back of his truck, a thousand watts of power, and he keeps it cranked up. So basically every person on the road right now, especially down in the south. Uh, well, he ain't into hip hop and he ain't into rap. He likes to rattle them speakers with Ronnie Millsap. Mm, that's very dated. Yeah. Well, there's a stranger in his house. There's someone, so another, so just kind of going into another funny thing. Um, okay. Ronnie Millsap was a, uh, is, I believe he's still alive, uh, a blind country uh, artist. And um, he had that song, There's a Stranger in My House, uh, There's Somebody Here That I Can't See. And I always thought that was kind of ironic. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that, that is, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I love uh, Ronnie Millsap. I will listen to Ronnie Millsap all day. I'm I'm happy for you. I feel right. I feel that that's something that a lot of people needed to know. Yeah, it it is. Yeah. And if they ever need to buy you anything, they can probably look on your Amazon wish list, and there's probably a few Ronnie Millsap shirts on there. Probably. Maybe even a high tech redneck uh, beer helmet. Well, that's George. Well, no, but you know. Yes, I think you find the appreciation in all of it, don't you? I do, I do. I think you um, should. Uh, there's a saying that goes that there's two kinds of people. Uh, there are those that like Ronnie Millsap, and there are those that are wrong. Well, if uh, being wrong is right, <laughs> then I'm right as rain. <laughs> uh, well anyway uh welcome ladies and gentlemen to the plastic fangs podcast and uh this is rodney and this is ski I believe. and um <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a weekend uh when we're recording this that it is that it is yes say uh saturday maybe uh, maybe i don't know I don't, I don't remember my days anymore Depends on what the uh, Mayans have to say about it. Oh, let's not talk about the Mayans because we we actually officially died ten years ago. So we're all oh, living shit. in a dream state. Remember, oh, we died right. in two thousand twelve. Well, that makes sense. You uh, know, it feels like I've been dead since two thousand and twelve. So yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm I'm living in the Matrix at this point. Somebody's using my ass as a battery. Yes, but I'm probably like a nine volt. That's what I think I am. So. <laughs> I'm not getting used much, but you know, I'm, when I'm dead, I'm dead, and nobody can find a replacement. Yes. I mean, I mean, no one could re- ever replace you, Ski. No, nobody. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you've already started talking about replacing me. So yeah. Look, look, no, it's just a coincidence. Everybody's that replacing Michael Shannon me. was here. It was just a coincidence that he showed no. up. He's been on the show before, so it's been a while. He just wanted to stop by and, um, you know, he wanted to watch um, The Night Before with me. Yeah. Uh, that has uh, Jason Jason Gordon-Levitt and uh, Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie. I'm not sure if you're aware of that film, but. I've, yeah, no. I, yes. It's got drug humor in it, so I refuse to watch it. I, I'm, I, I refuse to watch anything with drug or alcohol in it at all. I only watch good Christian films. I forgot. Start staying. I forgot that you're uh, you're straight. 
<laughs> Straight edge on a razor. That's yeah. right. I do actually watch all the Christian films with Sting in it. Just if anybody, I'm a I'm an eclectic wait, man. Wait, I will wait, watch. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's preface which Sting is in the in the Christian. <laughs> I mean, in the Christian. Uh, movie. The only Sting, you know, Steve Borden. Sting, Steve Borden, the uh, professional okay. wrestler. Oh, Not that they, stupid musician who stole his identity. You mean that guy <laughs> who did an episode or two of Thunder in Paradise? You mean the greatest show ever made? Oh, yeah. yeah. That show was awesome. It was right up there with Street Hawk. <laughs> hey, God, wait a minute, Street Hawk? Or is it not, was it Nighthawk or Street Hawk? No, Street Hawk, the one where he drove the motorcycle around. Yeah. He dressed in all black. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. I think that started, what was it, Ken Wool or something? I don't know. The guy from Leprechaun, I believe. The first Leprechaun movie was. Oh. I don't was, know. Was, uh... Warwick Davis? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> On a side note, I've been watching the uh, Willow show. Um, I love it. I've never seen the movie. What anybody says. I ne- never saw the movie. You've never seen fucking Willow? No. Seriously? I have no interest in Willow. You didn't. When you were a child, you did not watch Willow. No, I didn't have interest when you? I was a child. I don't have interest now. It's all these people with the Willow, Willow, Willow. And it's like... Fucking Mad right? Mardigan? That shit was the shit. Yes. I had the little Tonka. Tonka made the um, little figures, but they were like those uh, like PVC, like they were like metal figures. Oh. Me and my neighbor across the street, we tried to collect as many of them as we could. They were fucking awesome. We'd play with them out in the fucking sand. It's awesome. Okay. Awesome. I have memories, man. Can't believe for real you never watch Willow. That is just nope. fucking sad. No interest my... whatsoever. What the hell kind of childhood did you have? You're a shell of a man. A good That's one. all I can say. I had one where I wasn't watching Willow. You know what? Which I think this might be the last the episode. Office. Who gives a shit about box office? I'm talking VHS, baby. Hmm. Fucking laser disc. That's what I'm talking about talking about the real media of the 80s not that stupid film shit you know what all the only thing that deterred me because i saw the trailers and everything you know when you go to the movies you see the trailers and all that and i saw the trailer and it's that that one line and i was like i never want anything ever to do with this uh film or if they do a series in 35 years after the film um and that's that that line that he goes you are great I was like, it just—it was nails on a chalkboard to me. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's annoying. Oh my God, did you? Did you? I mean, when you were that age, did you watch Return of the Jedi? Well, I know he played a uh, an Ewok. No, 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 not even that. I'm just asking. It's like because there's—I mean, shared universe. Basically, it feels like. I mean, all those. I, what did are you there, watch? Are there like, stormtroopers when, in Willow? Yeah, close enough that if the shitty fucking uh, uh, bad guys that you know obviously couldn't kill anybody, so there you go. I watched Dallas and Falcon Crest. I uh, I the watched Dynasty. the Colbys. I watched the Colbys because they had Charlton Heston. Right. Well, um, so that was the the second Dynasty, right? It was spin off from Dynasty, yeah. Right. And Falcon Crest, I, I remember. I remember watching that too. Mm-hmm. I remember having my my family had a uh, watch party for I believe it was Falcon Crest for the season finale, 
where they came in and they like at the end of the episode it was a, it was like um, a wedding a wedding yeah and then the terrorists came in and started shooting everybody yeah oh my god there was like ten or fifteen people at our house and they were so fucking pissed where, where did that go <laughs> where I did think, where I, did I people think, like that go I think it was a dream. Uh, no, that one wasn't a dream. I think they wrapped it up real fast at the beginning of the next one. They're like, oh, not everybody's dead, and they're all arrested. It was like, what the fuck? It makes no sense. <laughs> they had these crazy great uh, uh, cliffhangers back in the day, and then they had the worst um, uh, re- resolutions to them for the pl- the season openers the next year The same, you know, with Dallas and everything. Like, oh, JR's been shot up. Nah, fuck, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. It's like, seriously, I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. Well, what I do, I do know what to say, Ski, is that uh, we are in the Christmas season, the holiday season. So Uh, what, what better to talk about in the Christmas season? Seriously, the first thing I think of when I think Christmas, I think the, the big orbs hanging on the trees. I think of the lights, the candy and, 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 you know, 80s teen sex comedies. Is that uh, what comes to mind? I mean, if if that's what you're into, uh, maybe it's just the um, unwrapping of clothes makes me think of the unwrapping <laughs> of presents. Because there's something about it. I'm right. thinking maybe that's what I want to get every year. Where I just want to open up and be like, boing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, so a few years back, there was the whole uh, debate over baby. It's cold outside. Uh, about yeah. it being kind of a rapey kind of song, a rape song, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I, I guess if you think about 1980s sex comedies, and they, I mean they're a little, they're a little well, I mean, think about the most famous movies mm-hmm. from that period, and um. It's so funny. It this comes to um something that happened this week. Um Whoopi Goldberg was in the news. Oh. She was Please defending tell. Blazing Saddles by Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, Jesus Christ. I mean, well, um, well, Mel Brooks. Hold on. <laughs> hold, hold on. So back back it up a bit. What was that? She they were um somebody, um, Mindy Kaling from the office. She had was talking about movies that couldn't be made now, mm-hmm. um, comedies and things, because the, the generation were were just too um, were too right minded now, or mm-hmm. you know, some people would say woke. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I think one of the things she might have said was Blazing Saddles, and Whoopi Goldberg came to the defense of Blazing Saddles because, as she said, that it's not. Because uh, I actually had I actually had uh, an issue uh, with someone years ago over Blazing Saddles because I personally believe Blazing Saddles is possibly one of the funniest movies ever made. Mm-hmm. It's it's just unapologetically funny, right. and as Whoopi Goldberg said, that it takes it, because a lot of people are saying would would tell you, and I was told this I don't know maybe almost twenty years ago by someone that it was a racist movie. Mm-hmm. Because it it it's it deals in just race, and like Whoopi Goldberg said, was no. What it does is it tackles race head on, and it it brings it out and makes it like um, 
it, it, it brings it to, I can't remember the exact wording she used, but basically that it's taking that Mel, Mel Brooks went in there and he's like, yes, this is race and it's racist humor, but this is how stupid it is. You know, this is how people um, are sort of idiots that are racist. And yes, it, you can make a joke out of it. And I believe, um, like I said, uh, I think on one of our other podcasts this is where we came from a generation and even the generation before us even more so is that they would look at the comedy in all situations. Mm-hmm. They could see the comedy in all the situations. Um, and like Whoopi Goldberg was saying that, you know, just shut the fuck up and watch the movie. It's funny. Mm-hmm. And it is. Um, and then, then, and then like when I said something to you about, Hey, let's talk about teen sex comedies, which I personally, um, mm-hmm. that's my, that's, if not horror, that's my bread and butter. I, I'm, I love me some teen <laughs> sex comedies. Um, <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. So, I mean, and that's, that's what we, you know, want to, because the thing is about the 1980s, I, I mean, a lot of these movies, yeah, are teens, but some of them aren't. Well, there technically there are no fucking teens in any of the teen sex well, comedies. Right. Yeah. These yeah. are thirty They're to forty year old people that are pretending to be teens. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's go down to the tasty freeze. It's like, wait a second, it's the uh, they all <laughs> they all look like your. Uh, um, well, excuse me, the men are all very old, uh, even the ones that are in high school, and the women sometimes are very old, but then sometimes they are very young looking. Um, like, um, excuse me, the great, uh, so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm blanking out here, but like in Porky's, what? um, well, well, all right, well, okay, let's, let's skip. Let's I, hold on. Let, let's, yeah. uh, let, let's, if we're going to get into this topic of, um, of 1980s sex comedies or teen sex comedies, uh, you know, where the people aren't teens, uh, the actors aren't teens, but they're just per- portraying uh teens well um if we're gonna get into this um we need to uh kind of i think start from the beginning now uh of course uh i happen to be reading about it at no particular coincidence at all the other day uh (laughs) yeah and and you'd have to say that uh patient zero of this kind of craze has got to be animal house. I know that uh, there's probably some stuff that came before it and all of that, but national lampoons animal house had to have been the uh, beginning. It, that, the genesis. I, it's a Genesis point, but I would mm-hmm. not say necessarily just because what there's the, there's no real, um, there's not a lot of nudity in, in Animal House, is there? There's only, um, I mean, there's the hand job with the dishwashing glove, and then there's Bluto looking in the window and fall, falling out. But is there any, but does he actually see nudity? I'm trying to think. Yeah, What's I it? believe there are breasts. Are there breasts in it? Ah, I mean, I don't ever think of that as an actual, I think of that as more of the beginnings of the uh, uh, snobs versus slobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, the great, you know, college movie kind of uh, dorm right. party, um, but yeah, I mean, they, but but from though from that, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that helped um, spin off into, um, mm-hmm. you know, into the uh, the fun 
80s tropes of the teen sex comedies. I think every time I'm going to be honest with you, I almost feel like trauma has a little bit in that because they released Mm -hmm. um, uh, stuck on you. And um, what the hell? There was a couple other movies that they did. uh, The first turn on, I believe, or squeeze play. I think those were all trauma films that they came out relatively quick because um, I mean, I guess, I mean, you, you had the movies in the, um, like the sixties, the nudie cuties mm-hmm. that were drive-in films that used to make a ton of money where all it was, was like nudist films where people, you know, jumping around playing volleyball. Right. Or badminton. And, or, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they had no plot. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that then you have movies. Yeah. Like national lampoons you had, they, that introduced some nudity into it. And then you had people like trauma and some other people that realized, Hey, we can make a, t- we've made a ton of money on these. Animal House made a ton of money. Comedies, let's let's hook these big bad boys up. Let's, let's squeeze them out. <laughs> let's right. get something. And I think that the I I want to say that the first few were actually um, I think they were more accidental. I think the teen sex comedies were more accidental when they first started, you know. And well, then they made money. That's my. I mean, that's. I mean, they're also like some of the other terms that they're uh, that they're called uh, uh, raunchy teen comedies. I believe that I I think that's what they started to use, like with American Pie and and all of that. Yeah. When they tried to rebrand it. Um, I mean, I mean, if you want to be honest, I mean, the because we've talked about how like horror movies Mm -hmm. um where this sort of ties back into horror movies, horror movies had their heyday or they had this amazing Renaissance with the drive-in theater. Yes. And the drive-ins helped generate, uh, just such, um, such great horror movies were made for the drive-in because that's where you, they would make them for low budgets. People could do almost anything they wanted. And it was a great way to sell them because you would have, uh, you know, Jimmy taking Rhonda out on Friday night to mm-hmm. get a little squeeze play and she gets scared, and then there you go. But but now with the the teen sex comedies or the raunchy comedies, uh, those weren't for those weren't for the box office. Those were for VHS. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they were for home video distribution more than anything because, yeah, they might have made they might have been theatrically released or even you know drive-in released a little bit. But I mean, in, in honesty. The you know the VHS was what really propelled some of these movies because then you could watch whatever you wanted at home, and I mean, you know, those comedies. Some people enjoyed watching and rewinding, watching oh, yeah. and rewinding, and you would always know because if you rented the movie, there was always that uh, stress point. <laughs> the same scenes. Oh yeah, no, I um I I, I can see that. What I remember. There, there, there's it, it ties into the video stores too And it makes sense What I remember the most about the trips to the video store Were the horror box arts And we've talked about that on the show But the second yeah. is You see, uh, you know, just the, the zany You know, kind of wacky covers, you know uh, some of yeah. that box art of those uh, raunchy comedies, uh, you know, ones that would have like the bubble font, you know, um, kind of like uh, wasn't it screwballs, right? 
screwballs um they had the greatest they when we start talking about them yes the names were so great um it, yeah I, I, when you said the bubble fun i literally thought of the uh first turn on because i believe mm-hmm. the first turn on actually has the uh i think it's done like a balloon for their um for their for their for their ones they always had the or they had the um you know the they always had a big lettering like remember hots h yes. dot zero dot t dot i think that was about a <laughs> <laughs> college um, mm-hmm. softball team, I believe it was. They always they always had the same plots. Mm-hmm. They always had it was either like a sporting team that was getting um, shit on by a gym teacher, or it was about trying to get their nerdy friend laid for the first time. That was yeah. that was the plot of like a hundred movies back then. And that was oh, it. Yeah. But yet they were. Um, I mean, I have my favorites um, that I still watch to this day. Now, what um, <laughs> what is the – when you were a kid, when did you uh, – well, you said you had cable, so that means you probably yeah. started watching them pretty young too. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, they, let, me, let, me, let me start – this is what I was telling you before we started recording was I wanted to say, I wanted to say something to anybody listening that I believe – you know, and and looking back in these movies, a lot of people uh, like to say that oh, these movies are um, objectifying women, and uh, they bring about a, I guess a, uh, I don't know, maybe a rapist mentality or something mm-hmm. like that, and and people, um, I guess my thought is is that one, when me and you started seeing these movies, mm-hmm. it was pre-puberty. I mean, uh-huh. it was. W- like I mean, we were, we I was young. I don't know about well, you. Yeah. The first, I mean, we were we were we were young when we started watching these movies, and um, I, I've never thought of it as objectification. And even looking at it now, I think that me personally, I never look at even when I watch them now. I don't ever think of it as objectifying uh, women or anybody in particular. Well, it's certainly because, not powering them. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that. I mean, I personally, I would love if there are any females listening to this podcast. I would love to hear their thoughts on the matter. It, it, it would be um, something that I think would be eye-opening uh, for people well, to hear. Because I've actually had the conver- uh, th- this kind of conversation with a female, uh, but currently she's uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, going well, to see Adele. So uh, th- this is actually, it, it's it's an interesting conversation. And I, I know everyone has different uh, uh, opinions and everything. Uh, I... Um, I was very, I was very young because, of course, I had cable. And uh, the main television was downstairs. Um, you remember when HBO, it was, the movie would come on and HBO would be like, um, you know, this movie is rated R. You know, and it would say it out loud. You know, the TV would be loud enough that it would travel upstairs and whatever adult was upstairs, you know, could hear. So we'd always know, like me and my cousins would know to turn it down when they say this film is rated R, you know, so it would be silent and then turn it back up. And of course, we had HBO and that very first movie that I remember that. You know, my cousins and stuff would say, you know, oh, this is a bad movie. You know, we called them bad movies. You know, it's like, oh, that's a bad movie. You know, uh, Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Ooh, that's a bad movie. You know, uh, 
you know, uh, it's just what we called it. So we would turn on HBO, of course, and probably what I would say would be if Animal House is kind of the genesis, um, you know, for, I guess, popularity or what have you, uh, that kind of started a little bit of the trend going Porky's is the one that I know on the show we've talked about like taboo movies and I'm doing air quotes, um, uh, taboo movies like, um, you know, you'd talk to your friends about and it'd be like a, a rite of passage kind of film that you've seen or whatever. And I'd have friends that had seen faces of death and I would be like, you know, oh yeah, well I've seen pork. You know, so it's so it's one of those things. Uh, but so, yeah, so let's uh, let's get let's get into, I mean, pretty much the, the premise. Well, what, of, well or, real fast before you start yeah. jumping in there, because you started saying this earlier, but okay. I, I want to go back to it before we start really talking about them, is that um, there's the female perspective. Mm-hmm. I know uh, I've known a lot of females that are our age, that are mm-hmm. around our age, that look at a lot of these movies and they still find them comical and they still look at them and, and not the, um, oh, this is demeaning or this right. is, uh, these are, these are movies that, uh, that, that are just, that, that bring about, uh, the downfall of, uh, mankind. You know what yes. I'm saying? Not, they, yeah. it's not an opinion that's shared by a lot of people now, but I noticed a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of, I, I mean, at least, three or four women that I know of at least from that period think that that's movies. They look at them the same way that I did is that they grew up with them. They think they're funny and yeah, mm-hmm. there's uh, boobs, uh, a lot of boobs and butts. Um, mm-hmm. I, I personally believe there should have been more dongs um, because I think that was uh, looking back. I think that maybe um, that's where the, uh, they, <laughs> the women got the short end of the stick pun sort of intended that the men never really showed. And when they did, it was usually a prosthetic. Yeah. Um, I think that the last 10 years we've opened up as a society, I think <laughs> more to show things like male nudity. Um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's never, it, I think um, I've never been, it's never thrown me off. I, I, I've talked to people that actually male nudity, they, they get disgusted by it to this day. And I'm like, you know, you can look at female nudity, but then male nudity freaks you out. Right. Um, that, that's obviously something, but, but like your, your, your other female's opinion, right. what is her opinion on these films? I bet you it's not positive. Is it? Um, I've never, I've never actually met her. I've never talked to her. I just know from your conversations, I almost feel like, and plus some of the movies you've said she likes, I'm going to say she probably does not have a high opinion of some of these, uh, <laughs> films no no um because she didn't have cable growing up and i'm not saying that's why she she didn't have high opinions of them um i i think the biggest um part of the conversation that we had was uh and i'm and i'm speaking about uh my better half uh shannon um not michael shannon but uh shannon, shannon. Oh, well then i'm out <laughs> I'm talking about michael shannon um I, I, so we, we talk uh, about me having cable in the, uh, in basement, all of that, you know, stuff. So, uh, the films 
and these would be on heavy rotation on HBO. Um, all the Porky's films would would be playing, but then yeah, Porky's, would, yeah. you would also have, and I think the the first kind of uh, you'd have Ris- Risky Business. That was another one. Um, mm-hmm. Bachelor Party. That would be another one playing all the that time. That one should be that one should be number one of the first real yeah. popular ones. Um. Um. Meatballs, well, one and two. Yeah, uh, not really one. I yeah. I wouldn't throw one in there as much. Two and and three, but yeah, two definitely. Um, but so so what's that, the opinion? Minute, is that the one with the alien? The alien, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shithead. And Meatballs three shithead. had Corys in it, right? Or just no, a- Meatballs three had Re- Patrick Dempsey. Oh, Meatballs four had the uh, two Corys. Uh, actually, Jesus only Christ, had one they of the Corys. Four of those. They made four or five. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I believe I think they might have made five. Wow. Because then, then no, you're thinking the two coys. They they spun off and did the uh, last resort movie. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. That was like after that. But yeah, Corey Feldman was in. Um, boss four. Well, uh, another film that was in that rotation and is actually a movie that I watched. Um, you know, as I got a little bit older, like uh, preteen or whatever, um, and actually kind of uh, liked a lot of those movies, um, like Porky's and stuff like that. Um, you know, you watch because you're young and curious and, and all of that, and you don't really get a lot of the jokes and stuff like that. But Revenge of the Nerds uh, <laughs> was the movie <laughs> where you, you, you kind of got it. It's like you've got um, because, I mean, you have that dynamic so early on, especially nowadays. I, I work in a school and I see it, <laughs> you know, uh, I already there's the the nerds, the jocks, the uh, the hippies, well, you know, it's, we you know, I actually just spoke to my wife about Revenge of the Nerds. And I really wanted to st- I, I really wanted to start this thing off by talking about Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, okay. Well, that actually leads into the conversation I had uh, with, with your other uh, with my the love of my life. Yes. Um, it's, it's, the conversation was is uh, that one weekend uh, and this was back in June when I moved in with Brandon the Barber. Uh, it was a bachelor pad and stuff like that. And Regan had been asking for a while. The boy, by the way, uh, had been asking for a while to watch revenge of the nerds. And, (laughs) and so it was like one night it was like, you know what? We're bachelors, you know? And I felt you you forgot what revenge of the nerds was about. Didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) But um, you you forgot. I think you forgot about a couple of parts of that movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe uh, but um but well but but see i always i always have the conversation with the boy beforehand you know and before we watched this one i was like dude i said you're old enough to know that this is not how you treat women this is you know some of the things that you do you do all of these things are just stereotypical and they're out of date um a lot of them have stereotypes and uh, that are probably insensitive and unfair. Uh, 
you know, so we, we kind of had that conversation. We watched it. He thought it was funny. We watched Revenge of the Nerds 2. He thought that was funny. Then he wanted to watch 3, uh, what, 3 and 4, which was the... The Fox, Fox television ones. movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which not that many laughs. <laughs> we, we did not watch them. He still asked me every now and again, because I was like, I'm not next watching. Next Generation. <laughs> yeah, Next Generation and then Nerds in Love. Um, okay. But yes, so that that... I think the agreement on... Regan watching that at his age was probably the conversation that Shannon and I had the most of, uh, uh, though, um, Shannon appreciates, uh, good jokes and stuff, but whenever she watches something she won't like, typically she'll make fun of it. And, and I, I do in kind, we're uh, birds of a feather. So, so let's talk uh, about revenge of the nerd. Let me, let me, let me start on that one. I, um, okay, you had cable growing up. I actually did not have cable until I was almost 12 years old. Um, we had the three channels pretty much. And uh, but you wouldn't spend a thousand dollars a week in renting videos, right? We would rent a ton of movies. Yes, we would go to the um, local Forbes or um, one of the family-owned video stores um, somewhere near us. Usually, actually, there wasn't. Um, I grew up in. Um, if anybody ever has heard of you see it now, it's funny, but I grew up in Stafford, Virginia. Stafford. Um, yes. But if and where I grew up now is a fucking mall. It's basically it's like a mall. Where I grew up <laughs> is in a parking lot of a fucking shopping center at this point. Damn. Um you're you're old enough to uh, ha- have lived somewhere that became something that's now kind of out of date. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, it's hilarious because now there's there's just pavement there. When I grew up there, there was very little pavement and there was there was just a two-lane road mm-hmm. um and if anybody ever google earth that place you would be like holy jesus because we we actually had to drive to um closer to northern virginia uh mm-hmm. in around 84 and stuff to get videos but i also went to um the movie theaters my parents we went to the movie theaters a lot usually you know like fridays um after you know, if I did good in school or something, I would get taken to theaters. And now in, I believe, 1984, when the Revenge of the Nerds came out, I was there. In the on, theater. In the theater with my parents, um, both parents, actually. That was a shocker because usually my parents, I, it usually went um, one or the other because wow. my mom would work nights. So a lot of times my dad would take me. Um, and I remember at the Spotsylvania Mall Cinema, that would mm-hmm. be the closest one to where we lived, seeing Revenge of the Nerds not opening night but probably the opening week um and i was let's let's count the age on that one i was about six years old when that came out maybe seven because that yeah and we were there i remember setting up close um (laughs) and this was and what's so funny was i remember when that movie ended that that theater there was a lot of stand-up and applause uh because it was a feel-good movie watching it back now i think the jocks were the good guys and the nerds were the bad guys yeah. because they did some downright dirty ass rape of shit. Um, yeah. I, they I, were, I, I, agree. I mean, that was when watching it now, I, I make the joke cause my wife, uh, we were talking about it and she still likes it too. It's still a funny movie. Uh, it is. you have the hair pie scene <laughs> oh, and God. the, yes, the horrible, um, uh, the uh, horrible stereotypes of the Asians and um, of the uh, homosexuals, but yeah. for some odd reason, it clicks in that movie. Where I mean, if you are a you know a 
16 year old now watching it, you probably are not going to, I would think you wouldn't love it as much. You would see like, uh, like our generation, like this generation now is, uh, <laughs> woke, I guess. And they'll say, Oh, this is, this is wrong. And, and, and like, didn't Lewis just rape that girl? And it's like, right, yes, right. son, he did. That, um, you should that, never put on a Darth Vader mask and yeah. trick someone into having sex. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was like a, a fake Darth Vader mask though. It, is, it was Marth Mater. Yeah. So, I mean, but still, I mean, that movie, it's funny because of how funny it is. Um, even now I still, I still find it funny. And like I said, my wife still finds that movie funny. Mm. Um, but if it was made now, I think that you would see it like if you if it came out now and you just watched it, you would probably not find it as hilarious as you used to. That's my opinion. Now, now, yeah. Nerds 2, Nerds 2 is I think is a is a is a completely different beast because there was no raping. Right. Um, there was yes. it was a lot more of the nerd humor. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, though, the first one, it, it's <laughs> it really is the um, uh, genesis of the jocks versus yes. the geeks movies um but yeah, that, that, yeah that, I, I, that started that that started a lot of that because um you know but then also i mean you know the the good guys versus the bad guys you know the smart ones versus the dumb ones uh i think of the movie it was, uh, real genius with val kilmer no 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 yeah but that's yeah i mean but that's a that i don't find it in the same vein i was i was looking at a, some lists uh well, today. no i'm not saying that was a sex comedy i wasn't oh, no no that. i mean even, yeah, okay i got you what i was saying okay. is, is that you've got you know one group playing pranks on the other group kind of thing you know uh, police yeah, I, yeah I mean the pranks yeah but it, i think that was yeah. a great i i don't even know if that was a good guy versus bad guy movie as much because it was just yeah there was I a, don't know. a mock turtleneck remember yeah, this man has no penis. Yeah, that's who the that's who we were after. Right. <laughs> but, but and there was another and there was another great penis joke in that one about uh, he could uh, hammer railroad spikes in with his penis. <laughs> uh, so he's anyways. Um, yes, but William Atherton was. We're skipping all around here. Yeah, we are. Um, we are. But with Revenge of the Nerds, um, it's, I don't look back at it as as fondly as mm-hmm. I. As I did then, but I still find it funny. I do, I do see the horribleness in it now. That's what I was gonna say. Right, and same here. Um, there's also, uh, of course, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 such watching it with uh, with eyes of decades behind, you know, decades behind us and everything. Um, you know, Lamar, right? The um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the the gay guy in revenge of the nerds it's yes the the it was it was i mean you look back now and it's yeah there's so many they all looked uh all the stereotypes were accounted for and that's well, the way they were well, for a right. lot of movies yeah it's um but, but, but what, what, were you, what i was uh, yeah the point i'm trying to make is that that didn't seem weird because you know we saw I mean? it because What's we that? because because we saw it all the time. Well, it's, and also I think it's something that we're kind of used to. The characters in the movie kind of react to it, but the nerds actually accepted Lamar and treated Lamar I, like a regular person. I mean, well, because he, he is well, he a was, regular. I mean, the way he's <laughs> treated. Everybody, it, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm not sure what you're talking about exactly. With I'm, I'm thinking more of the stereotypes because we're the age it's so weird. Um, and like I said, I, I talked to, there's a, there's a guy at my work that I talked to that's 19 years old and he is fascinated by some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
it's just so weird how the different ages that we've, I guess we're at that, we're old and we're at that age where we've seen so many different shades of life come through. And yeah, like you said, it was, it wasn't weird to us because every gay black man back in the early eighties was Lamar, if not even played by Lamar, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were that way. And the same as the Asians, the Asian stereotypes were all the same. So you don't even, um, like looking at it now, it's like, geez, did we really, is that the way we thought back then? Or was that what we really thought was funny? Cause uh, I mean, most of the uh, stereotype humor is not like, eh, it's like, it's dated as hell. Um, right. With the javelin? Very, the, the, the javelin, I'm javelin. sorry, that javelin was fucking hilarious uh, with the uh, aerodynamics because of his uh, limp wrist. That was the stupidest thing, but yeah, it, it, it was it, very smart, but very, very dated humor. Very, <laughs> very dated humor. Um, when we watched it, uh, like I said, uh, when I watched it with the boy, he 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 did like it. And of course, we watched the next one. Um, a, a lot of those things, you know, he would kind of wince or say, oh, that's wrong um, or what have you. We, we'd make a little bit of fun uh, with it. The second one, obviously, was uh, kind of uh, easier. To, the to uh, hot forward. oral sex. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm gonna be. I have to explain that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's sad. But um, you know, it's funny because I think starting talking about Revenge of the Nerds is funny because I personally believe, like talking about, I think it was both encapsulated the best, but actually the worst of all of that those movies. It's it was it's weird because it's um, like looking back um, when I when I I own quite a few of these uh, movies and maybe in, that we're probably going to talk about or we can. Um, and I, and they're not, they're not as um, black and white almost as revenge of the nerds. Revenge mm-hmm. of the nerds is weird to me because it's like, I, I find it funny and mm-hmm. I still laugh about it. But then I also think of it as like, Oh, you know, that's, that's not, that's not really that funny. Like, I mean, if, if I, I would never uh, agree with it in real life, you know, Mm-hmm. It's so strange, but then yet it's 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 that I I find it to be the most decisive of all the teen sex comedies because like Porky's is um Porky's is funny and sort of gross. Actually, that it's mm-hmm. it's funny because it's actually not Porky's one, but I think Porky's uh like three is where you get the real um Zany some of the more kind of stuff. Yeah, you, um... they they start doing more and more horrible things uh like sex things as the as the movies go on. Well, but, it uh, was uh it was I believe the uh, uh there was a, a preacher that wanted yes. to shut down a production of Midsummer uh Midsummer Romeo and Juliet with an Indian. No, as, I thought it was uh, Rome... a Midsummer Night's Dream because Was it Midsummer uh, Night Dream? Yeah, because um, Pee Wee dressed up as uh, I think as Puck, and there was the guy going. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But but they were doing it because an Indian was uh, in the cast. That's that was the reason. It was the race. It was racist. Right. Yeah. So it was it was kind of like that that message. Excuse me, Native American. When I say Indian, I mean Native American. Um. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's not me being PC or anything. I'm just, I'm just I'm literally just saying it was a Native American that was – it was a silly. I just watched all the Porky's movies last year, all three of them in a row. <laughs> yeah, you know, that th- that's the thing is like these movies that, that have spawn, you know, spawn, spawned sequels, uh, you almost – 
feel a need to to watch them. Uh, well, the ones that spawned the sequels were the ones that made the money in theaters. Of course. Now, yeah, they, they, they did, yeah. Curtis Armstrong, of course, it had, you know, he was in Risky Business, too. Risky Business, it's strange because it's, it, it, do you even think of that as a teen sex comedy? Like, I mean, ser- like now, like when you think about it, or is it just like another Tom Cruise movie? Because does it transcend teen sex I comedy? Th- I, th- I think it, it does because it, it, that's a weird film because it kind of starts off. It's almost like, all right, the uh, movie with uh, the girl next door with Eli Hirsch, right? Yeah. It's very similar. Those two movies are, are very, very similar. I mean, different premises, but similar. Um, you know, where you've got the outstanding or upstanding young white male that's about to go into college and you know, uh, live the American dream again, quotes, uh, air quotes here. Um, and you know, uh, a woman who, uh, comes into their life, uh, that, that changes them. And I feel like it's one of those kind of, uh, fantasies, uh, you know, in movies where it's like, if it's a coming of age movie about, uh, a boy, you know, it's like there's this love of their life that just changes their life and and all of that. And that, that could probably extend to a lot of other movies as well. Uh, but um, it, it's it's that thought about, you know, the girl who's uh, who's not like the other girls, you, you know, uh, and that's what Risky Business kind of was. And it was like, you know, it, it's it's weird because, I mean, it is rewatchable. Um, I wouldn't say that it's in the vein of while there's some comedic elements to it and stuff like that. Now watching risky business, I'm kind of like, dude, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. You know, <laughs> just, just dance, continue dancing around in your underwear. Just, just well, there do was that. A, there was a little bit of tension in that movie. Yes. That's why I say, I don't, I never think of it as a teen sex film. I, I thought of it more as a something else. Cause I, that's another one. That's like, I remember watching a lot when I was a kid. <sighs> Yeah. Um, just got Joey Pants in it, so it, you know that always oh, yeah. makes it that much better. I, I mean, um, it, that's what's so funny too is that a lot of these movies that are teen sex comedies have some of the future stars of, you know, the mega stars now. Because I mean, Private Resort had Johnny Depp in it. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and uh, well, Rob uh, Northern Exposure's Rob Marrow. Marrow, yeah, yeah, oh. that's true. Um, that was a shit movie. Last Resort is not a good movie. That was one of those ones where I, I rewatched. I was like, damn. That's Johnny Depp's not very good in this movie. <laughs> he was much better as Glenn in um, Nightmare on Elm Street, getting sucked into a bed. Um, th- these movies, though, um, let's let's let let me let me talk let me ask you this. Um, what? So we you you obviously snuck down and watched them on in in on cable and uh as a kid i obviously did not have any sneaking my parents bought these movies uh we we um we went to the theater my i think my parents thoughts were always um like like with me when you you'll hear me i was i I was there when it came out i always thought my parents were like you know they they took it as i was you know not an idiot so I mean, and, and I, I knew what boobs look like. I knew, I mean, I was young, but I guess you know, you sort of you see the stuff. And I, I remember, uh, do you remember uh, there used to be a book uh, called "Where Did I Come From"? 
Did you? Oh, yeah. Did your parents have that book? No, because uh, I no, no. I, I, I remember I seeing that when I was from, from Porky's, and 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 you talk just well, to preface was, yeah. this. Yeah, I didn't have to like sneak off. Um, I could be downstairs watching Nickelodeon in the middle of the day and change the channel because HBO would put that stuff on 24. Oh yeah. No, I, I meant it more as like your, 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 your family, your parents or yeah, whatever. I had to, they, I had to hide. You they know, weren't um, sound or whatever. Uh, but um, it's but, weird. But, it's just, yeah. Now it's like they wait till like later at night to to show. Well, I mean everything's on demand now anyway, so it's yeah, like, so yeah, it's well now they can watch it on their phone. I, I think it's just so funny. Like you know, the, to us growing up, uh, the closest thing to watching a porno movie was watching Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, it seriously <laughs> was like I mean, as you right. started hitting puberty, you're like, I'm watching Revenge of the Nerds tonight instead of. <laughs> Well, now you would just be like, I'm going to go on my phone onto Pornhub. I'm like 13 years old, and that's what oh I can do. God. I mean, you don't even need that. You could just go on the Twitter because um, Twitter's wide open. Uh, Reddit, yeah, I don't. I don't. Reddit. I don't tweet. I don't twat. I don't do any of that shit. Uh, by the um, way, you can follow us at Plastic Fangs Pod on Twitter. As I'm sitting on Twitter, yes. like half on Twitter. Yeah, whatever. It uh, is what it is. But you know, the, the funny thing though. That, that I remembered with these sex comedy uh, films, um, you know, it went from Porky's to Bachelor Party, Risky Business, and Revenge of the Nerds, which are kind of all the big the big ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. But then it's like there was a trope of, uh, uh, at least I can think of a couple movies that, I mean – Ski resorts. And, well, you and well you always you you had them broken up into right. different um, genres inside of those genres because you had the high school ones, you had the um, you had the sports yeah. ones, then you ended up having a ton for um, snow and ski ones. Uh, those ones, the ski ones lasted a little bit longer. Those lasted into the early '90s before those died. Right. Um, those were the last to die because you had ski patrol and ski school that actually still made it into theaters, which I remember seeing. Yeah, uh, both of those movies, which I loved. Um, well, the one, it, the, the one that you didn't mention that that is is the first one that I saw, and to me, it's it's hot dog. Hot dog the movie, yeah, Hot yeah. Dog you know, the movie. you know my that's one of my wife's faves. <laughs> she, I know, remember, I remember getting that for her on DVD once we saw it. She's like, "I love this movie." I was like, "You know, that's not one of my favorites." It doesn't have star, uh, oh, damn, David Nodding or what? Not from uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, yes, David Naughton. Jesus, yes. I'm, how did I know that? <laughs> I, well, I mean, it, it makes sense uh, because you want to know why? It's because the 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 main lead is easily forgettable. Yeah, I mean, I mean those movies are so funny because you do look at like the mm-hmm. the groups of them and, uh, and the people that starred in them, and it's just I mean it was just a great way to get into movies. Um, well, actually, it's D- David um, Naughton is this in this film, um, Jeremy Piven played in what was it ski school or ski patrol no no i don't think jeremy piven was in no jeremy piven was in pcu right are you thinking are you thinking dean uh are you thinking oh geez dean uh something or other i can't think of his name uh uh, because we had you had summer school, Dean which Cameron, yep, Dean Cameron, because he, so yeah, because he, so, he was awesome and he was in uh, the um, 
uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode that totally tackled what we're talking about with uh, right. the gang hits the slopes. So, well, and and the funny thing about Dean Cameron is uh, legendary portrayal chainsaw. of uh, Chainsaw, <laughs> of course. Chainsaw. Um, what is it? The rock and roll vampire? What was that? The uh, rockabilly. Rockula. Rockula. <laughs> Rockula. Rock- Rockula. Not- yeah, I'm like that one. Rock- I'm that one Jesus. movie executive that's like, all right, what are we gonna call this movie? How about rock and roll vampire? And everyone mm-hmm. turns and looks at me. And you're like, it's right there. Uh, we're gonna call it Rockula. Oh yeah. Well, I guess rock and roll vampire will save uh, on the production cost of the font. Do you know that, that that movie is one of the movies that I um, – was one of the hardest movies for me to find on VHS as I was <laughs> – it was, it was one of the most difficult I, – I, I always want – I always liked that movie, and then I would always uh, – it was one of those ones that I didn't uh, tape. Or if I taped, I always accidentally taped over. Or if I taped it off of uh, Cinemax at like 3 in the morning, I always always would end, catch not the end of it or something. Yeah. Well, it starts Tony Basil too, and she does a great dance scene in it from you know the song Mickey. Yes, <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. <laughs> but you know, uh, Hot Dog the movie w- was, yes. I mean, uh, a mainstay because they obviously they played it a lot. Uh, the main character, uh, I, Harkin was his name, I think, was just this forgettable blonde guy, even though he. You know, he acted up until the mid '90s and stuff. Yeah. It's just he was one of those uh, filler kind of guys. Uh, but I also remember uh, the bad guy. Do you remember who the bad guy was? Uh, no, I'm. A, I, I, Hot dog was not one of my favorite. Wait, was it Martin Mall? Uh, no. Was it Martin Mall? Was was it Martin Mall in that movie? Um, Didn't he run a hot dog stand or something? Maybe. I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm looking I, at IMDb and I don't. Yeah, see, see I don't. See, I'm not. I'm not going to cheat. I'm trying to use just my own basic knowledge uh-huh. here. But no, a hot dog was not one of my favorites. Um, it, so, so it, it's been a long time since I've actually watched oh, okay. it. You know, but it's funny. I mean, it's perfectly fine but, if you want to talk about that one. Well, I was thinking about. Um, I guess uh, Mark Vance is the one that played Heinz, and I kind <laughs> of uh, for dog. a moment I thought it was the member from Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, the doctor. He also played Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, Terry Kaiser. Yeah, it was. I thought it was Terry Kaiser all these years, and it wasn't. Nope, no, it's not Terry Kaiser. It's not Bernie. Yeah. No, I. Why is it Martin Mull coming to my mind for? He's in one of those movies. He's in a snow movie now. Right. That's yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up later. But um, no um. Well, we can't we can't finish like talking about this without talking about the the spiritual cousin of Hot Dog the movie, and of course that's Hamburger the motion picture. Oh, do you want to start talking about Hamburger now? Okay. I do. Um, yeah. Okay, let's do it because <laughs> Hamburger, fucking, it, it, no, and you know I, the the amount of people that don't understand the magic of Hamburger the motion picture. I mean, I just want to say, I feel well, sorry that- for you. That that too had uh, kind of a gay stereotype in it as well, right? No, no, he was not a gay stereotype. He was a Prince stereotype. You're talking about the singer that was arrested. He was a he was a mix of a of a black like uh, criminal. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was the criminal. He was always in handcuffs because he was technically like black, but he was right. um, but he was like a singer. But he was done up sort of not like Prince, but then like Rick find James. Out that, 
Yeah, yeah, Rick James. We come to find out he was like really, you know, <laughs> he was, you know, really talented person and stuff. Like they, they sort of just sort of threw it back. There was a lot of racist jokes from um, Mr. Dick Buckus towards him. Oh yeah, but we did have the uh, fat stereotype. We had oh. the um, the nun stereotype. Yes, <laughs> we had all the the amazing tropes of um, the '80s in there. We had the rich kid thrown out of school for having so much sex. <laughs> right. So I mean, so I mean, that's it's an, it's such a weird <laughs> premise of a movie uh, to to kind of you know break it down for you. Uh, hamburger. Th- there's a guy. Uh, who is kicked out of college because he has too much sex. In fact, every woman wants to have sex with him, including yeah. his, uh, his therapist. Yes. Which, I mean, this movie obviously, uh, written by, I believe he was in school spirit as, and had the same problem too. What? Was it, do, do, check and see. I believe the main actor was in the movie school spirit where he, um, basically had the about, same problem. Lee McClaw- McCloskey. Yeah, was he in School Spirit, or am I thinking somebody different? And you see, that's another. That was another good one. That that had a great box art with the uh, because he he dies trying to get a condom to have sex. You've <laughs> 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 never. And he's he's trying yeah. to he's trying to have uh, trying to get a condom in the first five minutes of the movie, and uh, the one guy goes wrap it with tin foil. <laughs> Oh my I'm never, god! Every time I use a condom, I always think of that. Yeah, <laughs> think wrap it in tin foil. You would never want to get sex advice from any of these movies at all. Oh, um, oh I, yeah, come on! But I'm you always looking, wished you were one of those characters. No, uh, I you mean, didn't. No. And then they had the uh, you had the uh, the attack the uh, New York stereotype guy who always. Yeah, oh wants yeah. To, yeah. The movie is it's it is a movie full of stereotypes. Oh but oh. It, don't, you're forgetting about the um, uh, uh, Latin American. Well, yeah, the, 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 I believe her name was Chiquiquita. Uh, yes. <laughs> after the, but after, <laughs> and yeah. she wanted to to. Uh, she was there to learn to make food for her, the revolution. I believe. <laughs> right to, to feed her. Um, it, it was to, it was to feed the, the poor people. Brothers. Her brothers and, and she, sisters. Yes, and she had the uh, bandolero of uh, bullets and walked yes. around with an Uzi a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you got your gay. That's where you got the gay stereotype because remember she tries to have sex with the guy who, right? Um, but he pretends to be um, gay. Yeah. Uh, so she won't have sex with him because of that. Right. Uh, th- yes. I mean, yes. Uh, hamburger was. It's so funny, and it's funny. I'm trying to think that there was um that there was nudity in it. And the sex, because obviously at the beginning, uh, the therapist, and then Chiquiquita, and then you had Mrs. Voss. Well, dude, um, yeah, you, yeah. Um, um, well, you remember um, Randy Brooks. Uh, That's played Miss Voss, she, correct? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, she was great. Ms. Vunk. Vunk, Vunk, yeah. Vunk, I, right. Close. I had the right letter. Uh, because um, the... <laughs> The the owner of the uh, burger place. <laughs> what was the name of the burger? Burger Busters. Bus, Buster Burger. Buster Burger. And it's Buster like, burger. you know, it's uh, Texans and stuff like that. Um, that that uh, Charles uh, Tyner. Uh, but Randy Brooks is actually from uh, Terror Vision. Yeah. That's yeah, a great yep. movie. Well, Terror Vision and The Man with Two Brains also uh, uh, was in Cop, 1988 Cop. With, uh, yeah, James Woods. 
Yeah, with James Woods. Um, she, one of those actresses, you know, because she had just a very unique voice and stuff like that. But her face um, and her breasts. That's well, that she was. She she had a look. Right. Um. That that that's where she was put into movies. Um. She, she was fun. I thought she did. I thought she was pretty funny in that movie. Not just. Oh, yeah. I mean, just because of her. Uh, Chinese the uh, Chinese takeout scene. Uh, <laughs> then the uh, scene oh, yeah. in the helicopter. Um. <sighs> The, the 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 sex flowed like mustard and mayonnaise in that one, but uh, there's some great great lines in that, like when they're teaching them how to speak to the customers. <laughs> Was it get your goddamn hands off of those cookies, motherfucker? Or yeah, oh, yeah, he's like telling them because they're they're at Burger University uh, because this is the last university that this guy can get into to buster you right <laughs> and it's funny because this guy looks like he's 35 himself and his father is like knocking him around if you get kicked out of here you know dad when you watch it do you always do you get like uh do you think god damn i wish i could go to buster you like i still think that like when i watch it, i'm like i look it up I'm like is there a buster you i want to go to a mcdonald's university it looks fun i, I mean <laughs> their beds were all <laughs> their, their beds were all hamburgers <laughs> I mean, it's it's like take police academy, right? And um, instead of police, they're gonna make. Che- I mean, that, I mean, God, it really is. It's a ripoff of police academy. Uh, close. I mean, they're all a ripoff of each other. I actually think of it more of a ripoff of. I don't know. It's they're all the same. Um, uh, let's not talk about police academy. I want to do police academy one time. But I think we we have a whole two hours. We could talk yes. about police academy. Yeah, talk uh, about stereotypes. <laughs> but it's a classic, okay? All Which right. they actually keep thinking about rebooting. But yeah, Hamburger is um it's got a great theme song uh that, that just starts the whole movie out. Born America. America. Yeah. I have it on my phone like I said to you last I'm sure time. You do. I, is it your ringtone? <laughs> uh you know what? I'll put it on there for your number. <laughs> What what else were you gonna say uh, is great? Because I know uh, this is tasty by God. (laughs) What? This tasty by God. Remember the end? Oh yeah. uh, The uh, they and then they always have the uh, they have the uh, the the comedy of a bunch of fat people and then giving them uh, X lax to right. They they, and they blow out the uh, bathroom. I mean, it's just it's just straight silly, just so ridiculous humor um it works I, I don't know why it's not remembered or as fondly as 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 i remember it. remember they had amazing um amazing poster with the big burger yeah and then, like dick buckus coming down it was one of the painted ones because i missed that i wish that that wish we could go back to some of those like uh, those old painted uh, almost all of the the movies back then especially the comedies had those painted uh yeah like um, posters uh rock and roll uh, rock and roll high school yes right? rock and roll high school um uh animal house mm-hmm. uh some of the uh, one that i want to talk about after hamburger uh up the creek uh, just there's the, it, 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 they had that poster um, in a lot of comic books when we were kids um, selling it to the kids because is it rated PG 13 or is it rated R? What is the uh, hamburger rating? I, I cannot well, remember. I mean, honestly, it, it, it could have been straight up PG if it was before they started doing PG 13. It could have, um, I think it, I think it's it close came out 1986. So that's after PG-13. Yeah, so um, 
Hold on, I'm trying. You know, they don't show ratings. Oh, it's rated R. Oh, it was rated R? Jeez, yeah. I, I can swear I remember seeing that poster in comic books. I know it's in magazines. I just always remember seeing it. I, just, um, I remember seeing it in uh, Mad Magazine. I'm pretty maybe. sure. Yeah. I just rem- I remember I liked that poster so much that I remember taking out of a magazine or comic and actually yeah. had it on my wall just a little just a little poster because I I thought it was just hilarious it was like all the all the characters coming out of the burger um uh, it just it, it just it's just a, a, a fun movie I I, right, well, I truly do find it, it is, fun it is a a fun movie but God it's it's ridiculous and I can't wait to. <laughs> To watch it with Shannon, see what she has to say. Um, I just maybe one day we'll just get a female uh, perspective. We can bring the better halves on and and get ask them questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <sighs> but I also know a couple other females. Uh, by the way, I know a couple other females. Um, and I'm talking about the wow, because you, know you were <laughs> the because you were home podcast, and I'm gonna just pause for a second and uh just um congratulate um grace from because you were home uh who is officially a mom and uh has given mazel birth tov. huh i said mazel tov yes mazel, mazel tov uh grace uh has uh ha- officially uh has a son their baby boy Brought in the into the world, uh, happy and healthy. Uh, our friends in Ireland, uh, so congratulations, uh, Grace and um, Warren. Um, looking forward to yeah, looking forward to yeah. having having um, the ladies from because you were at home on the show, and that would be a very good that would be a good show. I mean, and here's the segue: more sex comedies. Uh, well, there well, you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to know how babies are made. <laughs> They're made at Hamburger University, but to wrap up Hamburger uh, here, I just I want to I want to dissect the lyrics of this amazing song. Okay, um, can we say something before you start dissecting? I love the um, anybody that wants to watch it that when when they get caught. They're not allowed to have any um, outside food. They can only eat oh, hamburger. Yeah. And, and then when they get caught, they get put inside of a pickle yeah. and then get mustard and mayonnaise and ketchup sprayed upon them out in the hot sun. It's amazing. That's well, the punishment well, that I would take. One of the funniest parts, though, of the movie is when it's the opening and the old woman's in the drive-thru. And, the, yeah. and gets in an argument with the pickle. Um, yeah, that's it, because that's the... Um, Back in the 80s, they almost all had uh, heads of either clowns or something, right. the, the drive-thru microphones. So it and, was a pickle, uh, yes. And, and the insult killed, uh, wound up killing her. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 it was, like, and that was comedy in the 1980s. Old ladies dying at uh, yes. giving their orders, insulting them to death. So, um, so yes, um, Blue Miller... Uh, is uh, uh, composer of uh, this song, Hamburgers for America. Um, the first verse, on almost any corner of almost every town, on every lonely highway you'll ever travel down, you're going to find a burger shop, Americana, mom and pop. How long, there ain't no telling that, they, <laughs> that they've been out there selling. And uh, the refrain is hamburgers for America. Yeah. Hamburgers yeah. born America. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then um, it's in their blood. It's their tradition. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're on a mission selling hamburgers for America. Hmm. I'm... Uh, so second verse. If you're standing still and listen, you can hear them in the kitchen. You can smell the French fries frying and you can hear the patties sizzling. Sliced tomatoes, cheese and bacon, soda pop, must be from the Midwest, and shakes are shaking. And while you're listening and looking, it makes you proud to know they're cooking. And then it goes into the chorus, and the chorus is like repeated over and over. Another uh, post-chorus, cooking burgers ain't exotic, but some folks say it's patriotic. This 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 Blue Miller most likely died of a heart attack, I would imagine, sometime after this. But he obviously yes. was like, if Jimmy Buffett's going to be a Nazi bastard singing about <laughs> hamburgers in every port, I'm going to write a song that's even better than Cheeseburger in Paradise. Well, I you will... know that he didn't write this movie, this song for the movie. You know, this guy wrote this song about his love of hamburgers and the fact that well, he was like going to out Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett. Well, I'll tell you, there there is another song. Mm-hmm. About cheeseburgers, I mean, you got cheeseburger and uh, what cheeseburgers in paradise. In paradise, uh, you got this one, and um, there's another one that the boy and I, a couple Father's Day ago, would sing because uh, I was grilling uh, cheeseburgers. Uh, that you're familiar with the last drive-in, right? With Joe Bob Briggs, I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's actually their Christmas episode is going to air on Friday, December sixteenth, mm-hmm. which is in the future of when we are at now. Yes, but uh, I'm talking about uh, Johnny Brennan, who wrote the music for the last drive-in, um, who uh. That guy is is super funny, uh, super nice. Uh, when I was able to uh, talk to him at the Mahoning for the uh, Jamboree, uh, but he's got a song. Uh, I fucking love cheeseburgers. Uh, 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 oh, I can see that song actually replacing this song. And I fucking love cheeseburgers. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> But even nah. though Burgers for America is very, very much 1980s, and um, if Trump uh, winds up running, well, he's running again, uh, but if he does wind up uh, running, uh, the, Blue Miller will probably be the only artist willing to give their song to his campaign. Well, he doesn't care. He takes them anyways. Nobody's willing to give Well, oh. I don't know. Kanye, well, I don't know. He's got his own. All right. Yeah, let's segue away from Kanye. Really, let's talk about (laughs) what. Okay, so okay, so looking back at these movies, um, there's so many of them, um, and they were made in such a short period of time. Because I mean, your sex comedy movies, I would say '84. I would say it's around the real start. I mean, there were some that happened before that, but but your mains because that's like uh, Revenge of the Nerds time until probably '88. To, is when they were like making them big. I know there were some that came out. I think the ones that came out after like '88, like you have uh, the Malibu Bikini Shop and a couple of um, couple of ones like that that were almost straight to 
you know, Cinemax, they, they felt more, um, soft core pornish to me. Like they were like, like I, my, my thing about the, these movies that I want to get out that I love about these movies and some of them is that the comedy is really there. It's, right. it's there. It's, it's not just, it's like the boobs, it's uh, the boobies way. and the butts are, are like the, um, the ornaments on the tree and the trees, the comedy and, you know, everybody sees the ornaments and then you look at the tree. Um, there you go. The Christmas tie in. Um, good job. <laughs> I'm ruining Christmas for anybody that's listening to this. They're going to look at those orbs and think boobies. <laughs> um, but, but you had these movies that were, um, that were really good. And then I think they, they started to slowly fade the comedy and you got more of the sex. And then you ended up with these movies that were more, soft core red shoe diaries type movies that ended up on showtime and skinamax when in the early 90s um and and your and your and that's why your comedy ones that's why i say i think ski patrol i believe it's the last one that i can remember actually hitting the yeah. theater um and and i I, re, I mean i remember loving that when it came out um uh, it's actually about to come out on blu-ray i do believe in a couple of in it either just did or it will be in a week or so. But um, so so your so your main teen sex raunchy comedies are in that little period of I'd say four to five years with eighty four, eighty three to eighty eight, eighty nine. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Ski Patrol uh, came out like nineteen ninety. I remember, yeah. I remember it j- just because it, it had been played out so much. But dude, the the acting in this film um wasn't george lopez in that one george lopez yeah Uh, yeah uh paul feig who went on to direct uh ghostbusters yeah yeah um tk carter remember tk carter yeah from the thing (laughs) yeah yeah um but also to um the uh ray walston Mm -hmm. you know uh martin mole there's my Martin Mall. I knew he was in a ski one that I saw. Yeah, I yes. remember that. All right, there you go. But, I actually um, did see Ski Patrol in the move in the theaters. Uh, I went. That was one of the Wednesday two dollar movies I used to see at the uh, the Regal. <laughs> well, uh, uh, but the character I remember most in this entire film, uh, and to me, stole the show. Um, recently passed, uh, and that's uh, Les- Leslie Jer- Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Oh, that's right. Movie. Yeah, he was one of the. Yeah, he was great. Um, I forgot he was. In and it. now, whenever I mean, whenever I would see him, like after seeing Ski Patrol, like because he was in. Um, Leslie Jordan was also in uh, uh, the uh, what is it? Chasing Goes to Hell. Oh, he, yeah, played, yeah, the cook, he was yeah. the cook, uh, you know, who was, uh, uh, I, I guess in a relationship or married to the, um, yeah, the woman, the, the big, woman. the big birth lady or whatever. I can't yeah. remember her name. Um, and then he gets thrown into the, uh, the fryer, I believe, uh, Jason goes, hell, that's a great movie that got cut to shit. Yeah. Um, uh, it, yeah, he, he, I, I think of him more from American horror story. Mm-hmm. Um, all the all the seasons that he was in, he's he was really great in that stuff. Um, so thanks for being a downer on that, buddy. Um, well, no, I mean, to me, <laughs> Leslie Jordan was was the best part because he was kind of made fun of for the entire movie, 
Yeah. But it, but then the guys kind of don't they rally around him a little bit? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. I, I remember bits and pieces of it. It's yeah. it's funny. It used to be one of my faves because it had my name in it. And um, <laughs> but uh, I think of it less and less. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray if I ever get a chance when it when it gets released. But um, well, there was a guy no. with two heads. Suicide, wasn't it? What? The the guy with two heads. He had like a uh. Didn't he have like a split personality and, you know, he would like talk, you know, like one head, one he side of talk. his face and the other yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, was that in that one? I don't, I I don't know. Was saying, that one. You're throwing me on that one. I can't remember. I, I'm thinking um, like one that I love and that oh. I own. I, I, I bought the Blu-ray. I actually have the uh, vinyl album framed. Um, I don't have it here up on the wall, but it's it's one that I've had uh, is Up the Creek. Have you ever seen Up the Creek? No, you've never seen Up the Creek. Up the Creek is an amazing movie. It stars uh, the great Tim Thomerson. I oh, no, Tim Tim Matheson. Sorry, uh, from uh, Animal House and uh, Fletch. Uh, he's your main. Uh, you know, he was Otter. Uh, mm-hmm. Was he? He was Otter. Um. Anyway, so he uh, and Jennifer Runyon. Who uh, do you remember, Jennifer Runyon? You got to look her up online. She is amazing. She is just a beautiful young woman. She um. She was the love interest. Uh, you had uh, Flounder, Stephen uh, First in it. Um, it's uh, and 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 from uh, Porky Pee Wee, I believe mm-hmm. uh, he was in it as in it as well. Uh, it, you know, it's the uh, snobs versus slobs model where the Lepetamine University that they're all at. Um, it's trying to win a river rafting race. And the only way for them to graduate college is if they do that and they go and they have to, uh, you know, the, uh, the other jock teams that, that cheat. And, uh, you have the, uh, the, the army team that tries to blow everything up. And, uh, the race is already predetermined winner air quotes. Um, Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's funny. And I, it's, I, I try to think back, there's not a lot of nudity in it. There is some male and female nudity, but it's not a ton. Um, a lot of it's the, uh, inclination of trying to get laid. Um, you had, I believe Mike, the dog, the famous dog from, uh, national lampoons and stuff. Um, from the eighties. If you, uh, he, he was, uh, one of the, the stars in the movie. <laughs> he was, uh, it was, it, it just, I, I remember I love that movie growing up. It's got a great theme song by Cheap Trick, um, Up the Creek. Uh, it, but anyways, like I said, it's it's one of my all-time favorites. And if you haven't seen it, you should check it out just for the fact that um, it's funny. Um, yeah. It's it's not rated highly in a lot of people's stuff. Um, Kino Lo- Lorbo, uh, yeah, Lor- Lorbo, whatever, released a Blu-ray a few years back. Um, as soon as they did, I, 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 I bought it. I was – I just, just like I have to own this, and I have I watched that movie a lot actually. See, I'm um, confused with Up the Academy, uh, which with is Ralph the other Macchio. one with uh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, hilariously, I just found a very bad bootleg DVD copy of that at a um, used uh, DVD CD store in um, outside of Atlanta recently, and I was this close to buying it, but it was it's one of those really bad like it's a DVD copy of a copy of a VHS copy of a copy. Um, they wanted like like I think they wanted like ten bucks for the damn thing, and I was like, that's yeah, too rich for my blood. But yes, up the Academy. Um, uh, and then there was combat Academy with, um, Oh geez, Keith Gordon, I believe who was in, uh, Christine. 
Uh, <laughs> they're not as much sex comedies. Uh, Up the Academy was, um, I believe, a mad TV movie, a yeah. mad magazine movie, I believe. Yeah, they had like a live action Alfred E. Newman. It was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was not, it was, yeah, it was not great, but, uh, it, but some of the but, other movies, like speaking oh, of, uh, speaking of Jennifer Runyon, though, uh, played Cindy Brady in the A Very Brady Christmas film. Mm. She has the, um, she has a little scar like on her lip. She was also what most people uh, are going to remember her from as the uh, opening of the original Ghostbusters yes. as the uh, psychic. A um, mm-hmm. <laughs> couple of wavy lines. <laughs> yeah. She was the uh, she was the girl Bill Murray was uh, hitting. Yes, on. she she's great. Um, she's one of my faves from the 80s. If I see her in something, I'll try to make sure I watch it. But um, it's funny how these movies, they there were so many of them and uh, such a short period of time. Uh, they died so fast too, which is, is funny to me. Like looking back, like, cause I think about when I watch them, sometimes I go, you know, how, you know, they'll never make these movies again. They just won't. I mean, unless we uh, turn another corner and um, in our society where people find the uh, uh, making fun of uh, people or uh, making, uh, you know, light of, uh, sex uh, things like that well we're never going to see stuff like this again Um, well there was a there was they tried there was a resurgence with the american pie movies yeah but uh but you but you see that that they they those went other than the first couple american pies they went straight to dvds most of those movies and yeah i mean um, because the original cast only came back uh they did the high school reunion i heard that they're gonna be doing another one where uh they they're the ones that are the adults and their kids are the ones that are um, i'm like i thought they already did that i'll be honest with you (laughs) No, no, they're going to milk one more out of it. Well, it's, but see, like, you know, you'll, you'll, but when that came out, they, they had that, but then they tried to do a couple more raunchy comedies with that, but they, they didn't, they never made anything. They, they went pretty much straight to DVD because, um, because there's, there's a lot of them that go, they get made to let, and the National Lampoons was, they were, um, Using the National Lampoon's title, I guess, because right, because you, know, you had Van Wilder and things like mm-hmm. that that came out, and, and Van, some of them better than others. Obviously, Van Wilder was was a funny, er, movie, not the funniest, but yeah. But I mean, but when was the last time you really saw a like a real raunchy comedy like that? Can you think of it? I mean, are we? When was the last? What was the last one that you can remember seeing, mm. um, like really out uh, in in the um. That that was out getting um, notoriety or something like an American Pie. Like there was there was a there was the drop off because it was almost ten years that we didn't really have anything like that. And then, boom! Now I can think of one that's um, the 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 I guess would be Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, I mean, which was fucking hilarious. One of my all time favorite movies. I mean, that movie is just um, just fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, it really, it's in that vein of those movies. Um, I mean, Jesus, you had, you even had the great, uh, and introducing, uh, Billy Zapka. Yes. <laughs> My, and you know, I repeat lines from hot tub time machine all the time. Like, are, you, are we going to rape him? Are we going to rape this guy? I mean, well, the movie was great. See, and, and that's the thing. I, I think honestly, the last kind of raunchy comedy, um, I mean, you can't. 
I know that, uh, what is it, not another teen movie? You know, I mean, even though it was a parody, Ooh, it still that had... Was that was way back. Yeah, it, it in double lots uh, and stuff like that. But, I mean, I'd say over the past year, um, a film that came out in uh, early 2022, um, Jackass. I mean, it's, mm. yeah, it's... I mean, it, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. It's raunchy. It's funny, but it's not like a scripted. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have their own scripts or whatever. But, but. I mean, it was funny, but it's jackass. It's not the same. I mean, right. I'm, I'm talking about like a movie that uh, I think that um, not necessarily the same thing woke or anything like that. But I think a lot of these movies um, back these sex movies that came out were or the teen comedy movies were always from the, the young male point of view, which. Uh-huh could be part of the reason why we connect or why I connect a lot to some of these movies. But um, I think in the recent years, we've seen things uh, try to come out from the female point of view, which right. um, I mean, I can remember the sweetest oh, thing yeah. um, with, uh, uh, with, uh, Chris, with, uh, with Cameron Diaz. Um, how, about the one, that, how about the yeah. one with, uh, with jo- uh, uh, blockers with John Cena? Yeah. Uh, I- that kind of, I mean, it's from the parents' perspective trying to stop their kids from, you know. Yeah. I mean, drugs I, I, I don't, do you think that there's like a weird double standard with uh, like a raunchy sex comedy uh, from a female's point of view? Because, I mean, Bridesmaids, that made money. Um, and that was sort of, and uh, what was the other one? My wife loves those uh, hmm. bad, uh, bad moms. Is it Bad Moms Night Out and stuff like that? Those movies. With yeah. Stuff. Uh, bad, bad Moms Christmas. Yeah, yeah, not bad my teacher. wife thinks those are hilarious. Um, and not bad teacher. I don't think anybody found that funny. That's not even a double standard. That just wasn't funny. Um, um, but, but yeah, no, I mean, I definitely do, get it. Uh, because, um, well, do you think that's what I almost want to? I wish that we had more of a varying female opinion. Um, <laughs> like well, what, you know what? You're the father of, of uh, two girls. Yeah. Three girls, four girls. You have eight children. <laughs> Um, if I had eight <laughs> children, I would shoot my balls off. <laughs> uh, you'd do it now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, go ahead. Yes. But, but I mean, you know, um, your oldest daughter is, uh, a year uh, younger. Same, than yeah, yeah. A little less than, than the boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how would you feel about her watching something akin to, um, to these uh, movies? Yeah. Okay, well, I was thinking about it earlier today when I was thinking about this stuff. Um, personally, if I think uh, my daughter's maturity level was up to snuff, then yeah, sure, I don't care what she watches. Um, like I said, she's just now hitting that age where she wants to watch some different things. But then again, she's also um, – she doesn't like these same things. Like she doesn't like um, – the same kind of movies that uh, we talk about, or even like the voices, you know, Hey, want to watch revenge of the nerds? My daughter would never say that. She's like, mm-hmm. this looks stupid. Um, but if she wants to, I, I personally, like I said, if, if, if someone, if a child is mature enough, like I think my youngest, <laughs> my baby will probably watch stuff like this before my oldest even cares. One thing about my kids though, I do think is funny is that they, they have a little bit of my own mentality where they, they do find like butts and things like that. Funny. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if you see a butt or something like hey, it's a butt that makes me laugh and right. you know, farts are funny. Um, so they do have some of that in them. Um, 
Well, I, I mean, <laughs> there was um, like, um, you know, like, uh, all right, uh, the movie uh, Good Boys that came out. Um, you know, yeah, I think that was that was one of those. I felt like it was more of a cash grab. Right. Because um, it was like I mean, it, it was promoted like, oh, you don't want to see you. You know, these are the kids just to cuss and things. Yeah. I mean, I, when, when it comes to comedy movies overall, um, you, you know, like um, The Hangover, um, you, you know, Wedding Crashers or something about Mary knocked up, you know, a lot of those films yeah. from, from those. Um, the, the thing is that while I think that a movie like Revenge of the Nerds, um, would not be remade by females because I don't, (laughs) I don't think that females would, would do a underwear raid and then record because females just aren't horny, uh, perverts. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily true. I, well, I've known. I I think that you don't want to stereotype uh, females yes. that way because there are some females that are very like. Um, let's let me talk the movie that we skipped over completely. That um is a is a fucking classic. It's an American classic now. But if you really yeah. want to say it's a teen sex comedy, is and everybody knows it. We we talk about it, but is uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes. Uh, it, yep. It was um, is such a and, and it's so funny because they referenced it in the newest Stranger Things uh-huh. uh, with the whole uh, she she brought back Fast Times, paused mm-hmm. at the booby scene with yeah. uh, with her coming out of the uh, the the pool. Yeah, um, she the like like that is one. It's a, like I said, I think. I think sometimes people uh, discount and they say, oh, um, these movies are just for, for men or, you know, things like that. But then I, I think that women, too, find humor in these things. And like growing, sure. like having four, three women around me now, I find that they find things comical and they mm-hmm. find humor in these situations as well. Um, like I said, my, my oldest is she's at that age where. She wants to watch some of this stuff. Um, her mom would say no. Her mom always says no. Um, but I and I would say no for most of this because, like I said, I'm. I think her maturity level's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying anything about her. I just think that it, it's some of this stuff is just a little too right. much for um for her. Like I don't. I don't even think she would even enjoy most of this stuff. Same as with horror movies. Like she's, you know, she's not really going to enjoy a lot of these things. Um, and and that's something uh, I definitely get. For sure. Um, I get it because going into the decision to watch Revenge of the Nerds, I felt like, you know, Regan had asked and he had asked and he had asked. And um, I felt like that the maturity level was there. That's why it's important, I feel, as being a parent, um, you know, to to talk about it, have the uncomfortable conversations if you've got to have the uncomfortable conversations. Um, you know, um, as lovers of movies, you know, especially over the last you know few decades, I remember watching Bill and Ted, right, with Regan when he was really young, and they use the F word, not the F word, but the other F word, um, and um. It's just one of those things where you've got to explain, you know, well, that's a bad word. So uh, we're not it's not one that's used anymore. It was accepted then. It's no longer accepted now. So 
uh, as parents, it's definitely our duty to go ahead, have those conversations and stuff like that. And, and I know that there are even, you know, versions uh, of these movies that go around and they get edited, you know, things get edited out and, and I get it. In fact, I'm, you know, look at monster squad, monster squad also use the F word, not the F word, but the other F word. Um, so it's that word. Oh you know, is, is one that's used a lot, you know, and it's, um, it's a slang and it's disparaging. Um, but it's in a lot of our classic films, you know? I mean, uh, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, I don't know. I, I think that, um, you look back and I mean, uh, these movies are made in a, in a weird microcosm or whatever. Like, I mean, looking back at it now, there's, it, it, it's like almost, it's hard to even talk about movies. Even when we talk about horror movies, we got to preface it with, you know, Hey, these are different times that they were made in. And I mean, it's, it's like watching the Westerns from the fifties and, you know, all the people are painted red and to be, uh, and, you know, native Americans, uh, you know, it's just every time period has different, um, social taboos in them. And sometimes watching these movies, uh, sort of brings out, like you can watch them and be like, Oh, I, you know, I see that, um, this is how people thought back then. And I mean, not necessarily that everybody thought that way, but you can almost like look back and it's like reading books. Uh, movies are the same as, I mean, they're, they're written and they're, filmed in their own time periods and that's what was acceptable then and it's not as acceptable now um like some of these movies though i think are like i said american classics like fast times and some movies are not like I, like revenge of the nerds i personally if i'm gonna watch a nerds movie now i will watch two i yeah. find two much much funnier than one mm-hmm. um I, and it's weird because growing up with Revenge of the Nerds, I I remember um, Revenge of the Nerds was one of those movies that I watched a lot as a kid and not just for the nudity. Uh, I loved the movie itself, too. Um, it was one of those ones that uh, I remember us buying at the um, – uh, Whatchamacallit at the, the video stores because like I said, when we were when we were young, they didn't sell movies direct. You know, if you bought or owned a movie, you most likely bought it at, used from a video store. Um yeah. so you you know, you got whatever you got. Um and that was one I remember. I, I owned a, a lot okay. of those, but um I, I don't well, know. I just I know we we've covered I know we've covered a lot of them um and you know there, there's probably what ones that we even missed uh just to oh, kind of sh- quickly go what's your favorite what's your favorite yeah what is what would you like what would you still watch today is there any of them that you would watch on regular rotation today I that's that's a tough uh I mean I mean, I out of all of them, I mean, if we included Fast Times, I'd probably go Fast Times or Risky Business. Um, you know, um, Hamburger uh, is just so ridiculous and over the top. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think a Hamburger got us into this discussion yeah. anyways. But, I, but you I know, mean, we're missing out on some, some other 
you know, you know, movies like, um, I, I mean, not so much, a involved teens or college, uh, people, uh, but, um, you know, night shift with Michael Keaton and Harry, Henry Winkler. But that's, that is a, that's a great movie too, but it's, I wouldn't put it in maybe raunchy comedy. It's had sex. Um, I just, I just bought that movie. Um, like last year on, yeah. I found it on a copy of it, watched it. I love that. It's a great movie. Um, I mean, it's weird. It's it, 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 in the, um, stuff like night like i think some of these people put lists together and they put raunchy comedies and stuff like that they put they put stuff that's just more i would say risky comedy like risk risky topics like now looking at it right. now because uh night shift i wouldn't put in that i mean that that would be just a great 80s comedy um yeah. you know up there with mr mom and gung-ho for michael keaton one of the greatest comedic actors of the 80s well, um, so, some of the the movies you know that we didn't talk about that are kind of um, on uh, you know on the list. Um, we'll just kind of uh, go you know a little quick through them. Uh, My Tutor, starring yeah. Crispin Glover, isn't it? Yeah, see, not a, not one of the more memorable ones, but mm-hmm. about Secret Admirer with. Uh, C. Thomas Howe. Yes, yeah, C. Thomas Howe, Secret Admirer. Uh, there was also Losing It. I, I wonder yeah. what, what they're losing. Their keys? The, I don't think so. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yes. That one would be great on the uh, Great American Vir- Virgin. Um, yes. <laughs> is well, that the, about a the la- That's it. The last, <laughs> last American version. American version, version which <laughs> that movie has some very, you know, I mean, it's, Abortion is well. I mean, just like Fast Times at Ridgemont High had abortion, um, you know, um, because that was kind of a, a thing. It's like sometimes these movies would have to sprinkle in a little bit of drama. Well, know? some of them, I think, some of them weren't, str- but but those are the ones that aren't in the teen sex comedy ones. That they they are, but they're like they just because I think they the last American Virgin there was. It, that one wasn't just made just to be like a teen sex comedy. Yeah. Um, but there was, I mean, there's, there's, it's like, there's, there's just so many sub genres of these movies. If you really start breaking them down, because I was looking at some of them and, uh, uh, one of my all time favorite eighties comedies was put in there. Honk. Have Honk? you ever seen Honk? Yes. Which, yeah. it, but it's not, it's not even a sex comedy. There's no, there's no nudity in it. Right. Um, I was actually just watching it this morning. Um, how about, it, how about student bodies? The um, horror movie. Yes. Um, I mean, <laughs> is that the trauma horror movie? Student bodies. I th- yeah, I think it has it sprinkled a little bit in there, but you know, definitely uh, doesn't belong in there. But the movie Joysticks does. Have you ever watched that movie? Seriously, I just watched it for watch. the first time a couple of t- years ago. The movie. It's, a, t- it's a hard watch. Um, how about uh, Hard Bodies? And one of my favorites as a kid was for Fraternity Vacation with yeah. Tim Robbins. <laughs> I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> that All right. a horrible movie, too. It's not good. But last but not least, we're missing a huge one. Because you actually used a poster of this film on one of our arts uh, for one of our episodes. I believe we know which episode that is. And I'm talking about weird science. These guys fucking made a woman just to. Ah, but that's, 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 that doesn't fall in teen sex comedy. That's a John Hughes kind of comedy movie. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's it falls on in the 16 fringes. Can- How about 16 candles? 
No, okay. I mean, I mean, that yeah. went the same thing. Long Duck Dong. Uh, I mean, the nerds. I mean, there's, there's yeah. so many subgenres in these movies. I mean, it, I almost want to say this sounds horrible. Anybody that's still listening, I, I'm sure nobody is still listening except for maybe two people. But I well, mean, that's you could a almost way to categorize keep the audience going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could almost categorize uh, maybe as uh, jerk off movies because I mean that's what some of these would have to be uh, for some right, people. Let's, let's veer far away from that's the that objectification. Um, yeah. But I mean that's where some of these movies will fall. Um, it's. I don't know. I, I, I like the movies. I liked the comedy in some of these movies. And, and like I said, I've been rewatching them over the last couple of years. Just um, like I, I started with Porky's like last summer. I was just bored one day. I think my wife walked in and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, it's Porky's. And she's like, why? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. It's just, I just wanted to watch Porky's. Yes. And I'm just like, you know, it's not as good as I remember. Uh, none of them are. But then they are also um, not as bad as I remember either. Like, I remember them being, especially Porky's 3, I remember it being much more um, mm-hmm. dirty. And then watching it back, I'm like, yeah, they have the scene at the end where they have all the uh, old naked guys. Uh, they shave them all. Um, <laughs> and they're all naked. Uh, I remember that scene being a lot worse when I watched it as a kid. Um well, let's also not forget a film with Matthew Modine called Private School. Yeah, Private School. <laughs> but we there's an uns, an unsung hero of a lot of these movies. Um, uh, in the movie uh, High School USA and Hot Moves and and quite a few of these, and I'm talking about the legendary. Michael Zorick. Michael Zorick. Yes, he was in he he was in Teen Wolf too. He had done Family Ties, oh my. He did Facts of Life, and all that. But Private School, he, he, Hot Moves. He was in The Woman in Red. It's like he was uh, that face. He was in, uh, you know, you think of 1980s sex comedies, and it's like that face is like the face that you think of. It's, um. You know, it's like, it's almost like they were like, you know, when they were doing private school, they were like, who can we get that looks like John Belushi? You mean, who can we get that looks like Stephen First, but not quite Stephen First? We don't have Stephen First money. Yeah, let's take Stephen Um, First and John Belushi and put them in a blender. And we've we've got our good friend uh, here, Michael Zorick. Zorick, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that. That's not too bad. Um the other the other people um i'm trying to think of some of the other ones that that's the thing with these teen sex comedies or even the the comedies from the 80s is that Mm -hmm. you would um so many of these guys were in the same damn movies like they were they they used the same people over and over again in a lot of these movies you had the one the one guy who was always the um the main good-looking guy who was always the um one destined for greatness and then you had somebody that looked like uh you know you're michael zorick or something that that obviously was in movies over you know in multiple ones um i mean there's so many of these movies. it's so funny when I, it's so funny when i was looking at some of these lists like bachelor party mm-hmm. was listed in there and you know i never thought of it as a teen sex comedy but i mean it's a raunchy movie it is very raunchy but it's also funniest Fuck all. I mean, it really is a hilarious movie. Um, well, shoot, Grease 2 has elements of that as well. I mean, it also has the same Adrian Zemed in it. That's so. what, exactly what I was thinking about. But I mean, 
you know, a uh, bachelor party, uh, but Grease too, uh, you know, kind of, you, you know, I mean, but more like a, a teen comedy, not, you know, that we're talking about the horny, you know, oh, let's all make a bet to lose our virginity kind of, you know, thing or get with that girl who hasn't been with anybody before, or, you know, just these kind of... <laughs> Out, some sort out, of horrible outdated, sexual predator. <laughs> these outdated, um, uh, I guess, um, passages in the manhood, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it's funny talking about them because I think, like, an open discussion about them. I think that. <laughs> I think we can tell where we're at in life. I think that you have less of a. Um, love for them as i as it sounds like but but not in a bad way like it's like i think you see it as sort of the way when i talk about revenge of the nerds it's like some of these movies are so dated that it's hard to get behind yeah but it's so funny when we started this conversation i really thought this was just going to be hilarious uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's sort of depressing isn't it talking about some of these movies <laughs> see and and that i feel like that that's not a bad thing you know, no, I mean, I guess it shows that we've aged. I mean, I yeah. guess that we we grew up, but um, I mean, I still repeat some lines. I was at work the other night, and I remember somebody was asking me what Revenge of the Nerds was, and I just looked at him and went, "Hey, pie!" And oh, I just God. thought that was—I mean, I couldn't help it. And that oh, was very—that's not—that's uh, yeah. both racist and and sexist at the same time. Yes. Well, I guess I'm a horrible person, um, and here I am thinking I'm—and the whole time I'm thinking, you know, I don't. I've, my whole thought when I started talking about, like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't don't objectify because I've never – I don't look at any of these uh, women or anything in the movies as, like, an object. I never did, even as a kid. Like, I would think of them as something I would own or play with. Um, I always just admired the – just admired uh, them, I guess. I don't know. I never thought of it that way. I even, you know, but then again, I guess as you get older, because I guess some of these movies, like I said, some people are going <laughs> to. Well, you know, the, the same the same thing goes for uh, pretty much. I mean, now you're opening up, a, a you know, the conversation about nudity in movies and and stuff like that. Um, but I, I mean, that that's a probably another show uh a totally different podcast uh in another universe somewhere else with people that have uh doctorates and things uh but um but yeah no i mean i get it you know we as humans we evolve and uh you know and my guess is, is that they're probably going to be remakes down the pike of a lot of them. so let's hope that they'll be less rapey I'm sure they will be. I'm I'm pretty certain it's it's so, probably something that is a, a requirement, especially nowadays. <laughs> can we make that movie? But can we make it with like forty percent less rape? Yeah. Um, I want to make Revenge of the Nerds, but can we take out the raping and the? Well, um, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, there's a movie that we did not discuss that they actually What's did it? remake on the Disney Channel. That's a movie called Zapped. Oh shit! That was one I wanted to talk about too. I love Zapped. Scott Bayo. I don't like Scott Bayo anymore, but I do love Zapped. Yes. That is a. That is a. That was a more of a. You're 13 years old, and you get the power of. Um, mm-hmm. it, that, that's what I think a lot of these movies really break down to, and a couple of them did with Zapped and, and School Spirit. It's like when you're 13, you want magical powers to what? See girls naked. 
you know, either that or be invisible. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the invisible. I think there was one called the Invisible Maniac. Jeez. <laughs> oh. oh. We've talked well, way too much tonight about this sex was, and this was a fun trip down uh, down memory lane because uh, slightly you know, depressing. I mean, definitely, if you're in the video store and you're looking around, there's that you know uh, the screwballs. You know, it's like you know those those posters that box art you know of you know the teens hanging on to a bikini top and they're all yeah. like ah, you know a lot of, a lot of ladies butts in there <laughs> or boobs like hard right. bodies the the slightly yeah. wet t-shirt mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is what i'm wearing right now is a slightly wet t-shirt yeah mine too but it's wet from sweat <laughs> Yeah, Less. mine, my mine is wet uh, from uh, the uh, Coke Zero. It's a Coke Zero. Uh, yes, mm, you're spraying it around yourself, like yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, flat. That's what I do before every show. It's like flash dance. You know, I just I I have a I pull the chain and the Coke Zero just dumps on. Me. Dumps. That's why. You, that's why you look so radiant whenever we're talking. And uh, yes, that is my secret. Now you two can have those secrets and you can obtain those secrets and even more by following us on all of our social media platforms. We are the plastic fangs podcast. Be sure to follow the hashtags get bit and horror pod fam. So you can unlock some great content from independent podcasters of the horror variety. So, uh, thank you very much for listening, uh, Ski. Uh, this has been fun. And, um, you know, what Porky could do, right? He can get bit. <laughs>